What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Busy Brain. Um, before I start this episode, I want to sincerely apologize to anyone who I may have offended or anyone who I may have made their beliefs feel unjustified in last episode. Um, the The purpose of this podcast isn't to isn't to hurt anyone, and it isn't made to directly insult someone. Um, the purpose of this is for me to just tell my life and the things that I'm going through and some some jokes and some stories and I understand that by making these jokes um, someone has to be the butts of the joke and so for anyone who has maybe felt like they have been the butt and are offended by that um, in any of my jokes uh, I want to sincerely and officially apologize for making you feel that way um, that's not my intent. That's not the purpose of this. Purpose of this is to have fun and to, and to just laugh and to just be able to talk about the things that, you know, that happened in my life or have happened. Um, from here on out, I will be watching what I do say and what I do post. So, um, with that being said, enjoy this week's episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Busy Brain good to be back and uh wow (laughs) i i was checking the the stats of this podcast earlier today um and we had almost a hundred streams on the first episode already wow that that is insane that's crazy that's crazy and we had a solid like 30 32 listeners um so i'm i'm just blown away so thank you guys so much for all of the support the love, um, the criticism on it all, because it all it all helps me become a better, better person and a better podcaster. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much. Um, it really means a lot. And um, thank you all also for volunteering to be on a future episode. Um, right now, I don't really know when that's going to be able to happen. Um, last week when I recorded. Right after I got done recording last week's episode, I, I went straight to Target and I picked up another mic just to find out when I got home that it didn't work with the setup that I have. Um, and that really bummed me out. So I'm waiting for other parts to come in and we're, we're going to set it up here in the next couple weeks. So hopefully sometime soon um, we'll be able to have some of you guys on because that'd, that'd be really cool. Um... But yeah, so thank you all so much for the love on last week's episode. Um, and I, I thought today, since it's kind of it's been a kind of a weird week, um, I'll talk about a couple things. Um, but I, I kind of I want to talk about my childhood and and the stupid things that we do as a kid. Um, but some things that happened this week, I found out Wednesday. I found out Wednesday that um, I have gray hairs. Like what? I have gray. No, they're not even gray. They're white hairs. I have white hairs. Like that's not, that's not okay. Um, I'm 17, and I have the back of a 70 year old, and I have the posture of a five year old, and now I have the hair of a 50 year old. So, <laughs> so what's going on? Sometimes I wake up in the morning. And I'm just like in pain and I, I can't help but like cringe at myself because it's like, wow, I'm really like getting this old. <laughs> like, I don't know how some people are like 
interested in me because like I don't you know like I'm I'm old <laughs> I'm getting old and not in a good way and here's the thing with the gray hairs so some people say like some people were telling me oh well maybe it's genetic no it's not genetic the gray hairs the white hairs don't run in any of my family at like an early age right um, and they were like well maybe your parents got it and um, my mom is 34 and she doesn't have any gray hairs and my dad is 37 and he has just started getting gray hairs so it's definitely it's not genetic at all and so that means it's either one of two things it's either stress or it's just like actual like age <laughs> which none of none of them none of those things are good right because I thought I was actually doing pretty good on like managing my stress but apparently not because now I have several gray hairs um, and by like several I mean like maybe like two or three but they're they're pretty noticeable and people were telling me at school they were like well you can dye your hair and I don't know I'm not gonna dye my hair because if I dye my hair then I'm trying to hide it and then <laughs> bless 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 her heart my math teacher she keeps she always jokes about it um, she she says that that she's gonna that she's gonna get tweezers and she's gonna pluck out my gray hairs because there's only again there's only like maybe two or three but it's just it's like no I want people to see what what school does to you right another amazing thing that happened this week was a little thing that I like to call Panini Mondays and Panini Mondays consist of me and one of my best buds, Ethne, we go and we get paninis and and we eat them. <laughs> and we eat the paninis. We eat them with our philosophy teacher. And it's so much fun because it's just, it's the most chill environment. And I'm not much of a sandwich guy, but these paninis literally melt in your mouth. Like, I have never, I've never had anything, like, so good before. Like, actually, like... Like they're 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 mana. They're mana from heaven. They're God sent. They're amazing and they're perfect. And here's here's the kicker. We not only had Panini Monday once, we had Panini Monday twice this week. We had it Monday and Wednesday. And that that saved my week. That saved my week. That single handedly made my week a, a bajillion times better. Um so shout out to Ethne for doing that. So sandwiches don't appeal to me right like I don't like making my own I don't like the idea of cold bread cold meat like I just it doesn't like a wrap is fine again a panini is fine because it's like warm but like just like a cold sandwich that doesn't sound good to me at all uh, but here's something that did sound good to me when I was eight years old um, um, so there was this show on TV that would come on and it was called Chef Brad and on the show um, Chef Brad would cook all of these like eccentric and exotic meals from like all different countries and I thought it was so cool that for like a month of my eight-year-old life I wanted to become a chef and um, I knew my parents like wouldn't let me actually cook food but there was one person that I knew would let me make anything I wanted no matter how weird it was and that was my grandma and so I would I would go and see my grandma probably twice a month just like on the weekends um, and so I came up with this idea of, of what I thought was, would be the most amazing food ever. And here's what the idea was. It was a tortilla, mayonnaise, 
and mac and cheese. And that's it. That's the whole food. And I thought for some reason that like it wouldn't and it wasn't supposed to be warmed up. It was supposed to be cold. And for some reason, I thought that that sounded like the most like heavenly thing ever. And so I went over to my grandma's one time and I was like, Grandma, Grandma, can I make food? And she was like, yes, yes, of course, you can make whatever you want. And so I, I busted out the tortilla. I busted out the mayonnaise. And I, and I started to make the mac and cheese. And this is when she was getting suspicious. She was like, okay, what are you, she's like, okay, what are you, what are you, so what are you making? And I was like, well, you see, Grandma, I want to be a chef when I grow up. So I am putting together, I, for, I forgot what I called it, but I called it something really stupid. I think I called it like a, a mac wrap or something. Because it was a mac, it was mac and cheese, and it's supposed to be wrapped up in a tortilla. So it was a mac wrap. Um, looking back, that's actually a, a pretty, that's actually a pretty good name for an eight-year-old, right? I think that's actually like pretty, pretty good quality, uh, a pretty good quality name. And so I was, I was making the the wrap mac or mac wrap, and uh, I get, the mac and cheese got done. And again, I, all it is, all it is. It's it's a cold tortilla, mayonnaise spread on with mac and cheese. And this is all supposed to be served cold. And so I make it. And I was like, okay, Grandma, I'm going to try it. I, I'm so excited. I'm going to try it. And so I, I eat it. And I immediately throw it back up. No hesitation. Nothing. I just immediately spray everything out. <laughs> That's how gross it was. And I think that's what kind of started me having a really bad gag reflex <laughs> was the the Mac rap. Because, because I have a really bad gag reflex when it comes to like certain smells and foods. And I think that's what caused it was just that that combination of a tortilla, mayonnaise, and mac and cheese. And um Looking back, that's probably the stupidest thing you could ever make. I don't know why. I can I can see now why my parents wouldn't let me make any food at all. Like, they didn't trust me at all. And I feel really bad because I I had the power from my grandma, and I was like, okay, I have the power, so let's abuse it, and let's make the Mac wrap. And obviously, that didn't turn out well. Um, but I also feel like kids, they they eat a lot of weird stuff. And by a lot of weird stuff, I mean everything right like kids they'll babies they'll find anything and they'll just put it in their mouth for no reason and i mean that's how you build an immune system but that's also how you get like you know polio or or something like there's obviously there has to be a line drawn somewhere um and that line was never really drawn for me um so much so that i threw up a lot as a kid like almost every month like that's how consistent it was. I remember one time, um, I was staying at my my dad's place one weekend, and I was probably like six years old, and he had to go to work, and I I I got up because I wasn't feeling good, and instead of going to the bathroom, I went to his bed, and I I got on his bed, and I was standing on his bed as he was getting ready, and I was like, Dan, I don't feel so, and I just threw up. I sprayed chunks all over his bed. Like the pillowcases, the sheets everywhere. It it just went all over me. It almost even got on him. That's how hard it was. And like it just never clicked to me like, okay, maybe I should like go to the bathroom. Or maybe I should like 
not be in my parents' room when I don't feel good, right? Another time I, I threw up really bad. I get really bad car sick. And so um, when I was really young, my grandma took me on a road trip uh, to visit her sister in Montana. And so you can imagine the drive from Utah to Montana for, for a little nine, eight, nine-year-old. That was rough. And I didn't have a phone. I didn't have anything. So for a good 12 hours, I was just sitting in my car. And I just, I had nothing to entertain me. And it was the worst thing ever. And so I got really motion sick. Really bad. And so um, I used to be really, I used to be really into Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And I remember it was this one, they had a, like a do-it-yourself kind of book. Where like you could write your own journal in the book like Greg does in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. And I remember I had that book on my lap and I was wearing a oh man oh looking back at it I had a white t-shirt on with like khaki pants and I was just like trying to occupy myself by like writing things down but that didn't that made it so much worse and um I sprayed I sprayed again all over myself and the car and the book oh my gosh I ruined that book I absolutely the pages were soaking wet (laughs) it was so bad and embarrassing because then my grandma had to pull over and uh, I had to change my shirt on like the side of the highway and it was so embarrassing and the whole car just reeked of throw up and we still had a good maybe three hours to go and I just I I got back in the car and I passed out because I was so sick and I was and I was tired and Oh my gosh. And I remember someone while we were pulled over, someone else pulled over and I think they thought that we had like a flat tire or something. And they were like, Hey, do you need any help? (laughs) My grandma, she just goes, Nope, Nope. My grandson just puked all over the car. (laughs) And it was so gross. And the whole, just the whole car, it was during the summer. So like the heat just made the whole car just reek. And there was, Oh my gosh. I completely, again, I ruined that book. I don't even want to go into detail on how badly those pages were soaked with my, with my vomit. (laughs) It was so bad. It was so, so bad. So I've covered vomiting. Now I'm going to cover me sneezing. Um, And I'm sure a lot of my friends have already heard this story, but I want to tell it again because it's just that funny. Um, So I... So it's the first day of school, first day of school of first grade. And the first day of school is picture day. Now, what you have to know is I lived with my mom at the time. And my mom loved to dress me up in polos. I don't know why, but I only I only had a closet full of like polos and really, really weird, like graphic T-shirts. And none of them fit me, by the way. They were all like really tight. And so like my stomach and my like, you know, seven year old boobs popped out a lot. <laughs> so there's a lot going on in my world. There was picture day and there was the first day of first grade. So there's there's a lot going on. So I wake up to a bloody nose, which is the worst way to start your day. Um luckily it didn't get like all over my bed or anything. Um but I rushed to my mom with like my hands tucked under my nose, catching all the blood as it spews out. 
Um, and I'm like, Mom, um, we got a problem. And she's like, oh my gosh, okay, go downstairs, get some tissues, put in your nose, and um, and we'll, we'll get you all cleaned up. It's like, okay, so I went downstairs, I grabbed some tissues, and my mom, she came with me, and she wadded up the tissues, and she stuck it up my nose. So I finished getting ready for my day. I got my skin-tight polo on. Um, my mom does my hair, and the way my mom used to do my hair is she'd get this five-gallon bucket of hair gel, and she'd breach in, grab a handful of it, and just slosh it all in my hair. And she'd make it so only the front was sticking up. So everything else was down. But, like, my front hairs were sticking straight up. And let me tell you, that was the look for first grade. That was my look. And um, so that was pretty funny. But um, so I'm ready for school. I walk out the door. And I live about two, three blocks away from the school. So I'm running to school. And I get there and I say hi to my friends. And so then me and all my friends, we go into our classroom. We meet our new teacher. We get our seating chart. And uh, they have it organized to where it's all based on your last name. And so my last name is Sorensen. So I'm all the way in the back. And so we go and get our pictures taken. They call us by grade level. So it was first graders and second graders, third, fourth, and so on. And so we were up first to my class. So we went and we got our pictures taken. And we came back to class. Now, by this time, about two hours had passed since I had woken up, right? Like, I I, had gotten into the groove of my day. And I was, I was doing good. But then as I sat back down in my seat, I kind of realized something. Something just, something just came into my head. So I'm sitting in my chair, and I think to myself, whatever happened to that bloody tissue? Now, I thought one of three things could have happened to it, right? This is what I came up with. But I didn't know if any of these things were actually true because I don't remember them happening. So the first one is, is I just pulled out the tissue, and I forgot about it, and I'm fine. Second one is, is it still... It was still in my nose, but it maybe fell out. But I might have to retake my picture now because I could have a tissue wad stuck in my nose. And the last one, which was really far out, but this is where my first grader mind is going, was it somehow creeped up my nose and was in my brain, the tissue. The tissue had creeped up and it's gone now. And I, and I laughed at myself because there's no, because, you know, I know how the body works. That's not, that's not a thing. That There's no way that can happen, right? Well, I, I, I think to myself this, and I feel a sneeze coming on. So I was like, okay. And I sneeze, and guess what comes out of my mouth? A wadded up, bloody, covered in snot tissue just sitting just sitting there in my hands and like mucus is like drooling out of my mouth and I'm just holding it I'm just holding this tissue in my hands and I don't know what to do I'm not gonna raise my hand and say teacher teacher I just sneezed up a bloody tissue from two hours ago no so you know what I do I I get up and I and I throw the tissue away and I wipe off my hands on my pants and I sit back down like nothing ever happened. Like nothing ever happened. Like that. Do you understand how gross that is? Okay. First off, I sneezed into my hands. That is that is the first problem. Forget me forgetting about this whole tissue in my nose. 
Me sneezing into my hands, that's the number one problem I have with this, right? I'm sneezing into my hands. I don't, I honestly, I don't need to tell my teacher this because this is kind of like a me thing. Like, this is my problem. But then me just getting up casually, putting, like, throwing it away into a trash can and then wiping my hands off on my pants. Mmm, I don't know. That doesn't sit right with me that I would do that because looking back now, I'm I'm a pretty big germaphobe. And so the fact that I went that far as to just sneeze into my hands, throw it away casually, wipe my hands off on my pants, and then continue throughout my day and not tell anybody about that until now, that that's not okay, all right? If you ever do that, you should definitely tell someone. Um... But I, I learned a very important lesson that day, and that is that your your nose and your mouth are somehow, somehow connected. I still haven't figured out how yet, but all I know is that tissue went up one way, and it came out the other way. And by the way, I didn't experience any, any weird things during the time that that tissue was supposedly tickling my brain. Like, I didn't feel sick, I didn't feel weird I didn't feel a tickle in the back of my throat I didn't feel anything I would I just sneezed and it came out and so if anybody knows how that could have happened um please let me know because I I really want to know how that just how I sneezed up my bloody tissue the color of it if I were able to show it to you today I would I would censor out that color because it was oh my gosh it was just it was green and ugh, it was just it was not uh-uh. and I just handled it so casually because I didn't want to like overreact and like scream and be like oh my gosh my tits ah! like I didn't want to like be weird about it I was just like oh, well, what the f- okay <laughs> I just I just got up and put it away or threw it away oh man I think it's important to kind of also acknowledge how confident I was in throwing the tissue away. Like, I wasn't, like, shamefully walking towards the garbage can um, to throw it away. By the way, the garbage can was right behind me because, again, I was in the back of the room. Um, So I I easily, I just, you know, got up from my chair, I threw it away, and I wiped off my hands, and I sat back down. Um, So, yeah, we're, so you got to acknowledge that, like, for for a seven year old, that takes some balls, right? <laughs> I remember when I was in sixth grade, I I didn't have any friends. You know, I moved to I, I just moved to a new school and I never I never really played with the kids out on the playground. I never went and played soccer. I never participated in tag or did anything like that. So I was kinda always just like walking around doing nothing and I felt really really weird about it like I don't like I would always just ask myself like Brad why don't you have any friends dude which I know is kind of sad to ask yourself at such a young age but I kind of I realized from from being really young that I needed to be more confident in myself and not really having any friends doesn't help with that and I remember at the time I was super, super fascinated with with music and like artists performing. And so um, 
here's here's what I would do to help boost my confidence. I would watch artists play live shows like on YouTube. I would watch like concert clips and um, interviews and I would just watch the way that they reacted because I always thought they were so cool. Like I'd watch like Shawn Mendes on the Disney Channel of him with Haley Steinfeld performing Stitches and I was like that's the coolest thing ever. Like look how cool they look. And so I like every day for like two hours I would like I would throw on my my most comfortable my favorite quote-unquote performing clothes and they because they were clothes that made me feel or that made me look like you know say Shawn Mendes and I would lock myself in my bathroom and and I would plug in my earbuds and I would make the same facial expressions and the same movements that Shawn Mendes would in that video because I thought that was so cool and like again every day after school or every day I would just lock myself in the bathroom look at myself in the mirror while watching the video and I would make sure that I had the performance down and that's the weirdest okay I'm not gonna lie that literally is the weirdest thing you could ever do but it helped me gain the confidence I needed because I felt in a way like the like the crowd was watching me as I was performing <laughs> right like I like I just imagined this huge stadium of people watching me while I while I performed these songs and I, I was just lip-syncing like I wasn't actually like singing for two hours no I was just lip-syncing these other artists sing their songs. I remember at the time I was really into Nick Jonas, and this was back in 2016, so this is when he had all of his hair shaved off. And I wanted to have all my hair shaved off just so I could look like Nick Jonas for like one or two hours out of my day. And uh, while I lip sync jealous or something. Looking back, that is it's really corny and it's really silly to be like, oh, you watched yourself lip sync in the mirror for two hours. Like, what are you, what are your parents thinking? Honest, I haven't told them. <laughs> I haven't told them because that's really weird. But I'm sure they were really concerned when I was like in the bathroom for two hours and I I came out like breathless. <laughs> Like I like I was like in there and you could hear maybe some like like some some tapping or some jumping and um and I come out and I'm like sp like speechless and breathless like I chug like a a glass of water <laughs> I would do that I would get out because I was so dehydrated because I again I'm just locking myself into the bathroom and I would open the door and I'd run out and I'd get like a glass of water and chug it down and I'd go right back in. And I'd do it, and I'd keep going for, like, another 40 minutes, and time just flew by. So I, I haven't always, you know, you may you may see me or you may talk to me, and I may seem really jittery and, you know, confident, but I, I you know, I, w I wasn't really born with it. Like, I I had to practice. Like, it's just it was just like practicing, you know, a guitar or an instrument. I would just lock myself in the bathroom and just, like, lip sync along with Charlie Puth while he did did an acoustic version of Attention 
and I had, I was right, I was right next to the sink, because you know how, I'm, I'm sure in most bathrooms you have your, your mirror, and then your sink right under it, because obviously that's how a bathroom should be laid out, but I had the sink counter right there, and I would pretend that that was a keyboard, and I would just like, you know, like move my fingers on it, and like make it look like I was playing the piano while I was, you know, quote unquote singing, and I, I did that so much that it, it almost became like a habit, but then I like, I cut myself off, and I was like, that's not normal, <laughs> but that's how, that's how I kind of just became more confident in myself was just imagining me in front of a huge crowd and I was just you know like I was again I was in front of a mirror so I could look as good as I wanted to right like I could like have my hair a certain way I could you know have my shirt tucked in or out like I could look the way that I wanted to and then imagine an audience seeing me like that and I don't know that saying this out loud sounds really weird but it just helped me kind of, it shaped me into being who I am today. As weird as that sounds, me practicing in the bathroom how to lip sync perfectly to a Shawn Mendes song or something. Um, but I, I understand that some people have a really hard time with being confident and with expressing themselves. And I just want to share this to let you know that anything if anything helps do it you know like I I wouldn't go up and I wouldn't give speeches or talks in my church or in my classes because I was so afraid but I'd go home every day for two hours and I'd lock myself in the bathroom and I would pretend to be a certain person so that that really just kind of they they inspired me to become more confident another thing that I tried to become when I was really young was a youtuber and I feel like we all can relate on that to where some of us maybe wanted to be a gamer or you know do makeup or just upload funny things of ourselves on YouTube and I was definitely that kid um, one of my favorite videos that I probably have ever made was me chewing nine pieces of gum for 10 minutes for no reason <laughs> right it, it, it was a bet that one of my friends in fourth grade made me and um i remember i came to school that morning and i i just come from tutoring and he came up to me and he's like brad brad you should put 10 pieces of gum or nine pieces of gum in your mouth and chew it for 10 minutes and I was like dude that's the that's the craziest thing that anyone has ever said to me and so what did I do right after I was shaking to go home that day I ran home and I I didn't have like one solid pack of gum here's what I had I had like three sticks of like spearmint I had like five bubble gum I had two juicy, was it the juicy fruit ones, like the banana ones. I had like so many different kinds of brands and flavors of gum. And here's what I did. I got out my tablet. I hit record. And I said, hey guys, um, so I'm going to be eating 10 pieces of gum today for 10 minutes. 
And you know what I did? I unwrapped every single piece on camera and I put every single piece of gum in my mouth and chewed it for 10 minutes straight. And I had a timer and I was holding up the timer with my hand. And so for 10 minutes, for 10 minutes, I was just sitting there chewing 10 pieces of gum for no reason. Oh my gosh. That's one of the, that's definitely one of the stupidest things I've ever done. Um, and none of you will ever, I will never show anyone those videos or that video. Um, I will never show anybody that video because I, I refuse to even watch it. So imagine if I just showed everyone else me in fourth grade chewing 10 pieces of gum. Um, I remember when I spat it out though, I didn't show it on camera, but it was like literally the saw, the, the gum wad was literally the size of like a golf ball. Like, it was massive, and I was chewing on that for 10 minutes. It was so gross. It was so gross. My mouth was so dry because of, like, like the saliva that had to be pulled out to just chew. Because it was just so, it was so gross. It was really gross. Um, But I definitely, I tried to, I did a stupid thing like that, and then I remember I had an Xbox, and I tried to, try to do a minecraft series um and that failed horribly of course um i remember i'd come home from church every day and i would try so hard to just sit down for like 30 minutes and record my episode so i could upload it to youtube but my grandma would never like she was always like okay well we have to eat dinner or we have to read our scriptures or whatever and I was like no I want to play Minecraft <laughs> I wanted to, I want to record my YouTube video because Sunday was the only time that I had free because I couldn't do it on a weekday because I had tutoring in the morning I had school and then I had like after school things like either piano um scouts just whatever and I couldn't do it Saturdays because my Saturdays were always busy so Sunday right after church was like my go-to point and my grandma got so ticked off every single time because I was always like, please, please, just 20 minutes of Minecraft. And she'd be like, no, <laughs> I told you last week and the week before. And now I'm going to tell you again. No, like, no, I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you record your YouTube thing. She never, you know, when people say like, oh, my parents don't understand me. That was literally my grandma. Like she didn't understand. And it's not because she like refused to understand. Like she was actually really trying to be like supportive. But at the same time, she was like, I don't, I just don't understand why you would want to record yourself playing a game and then have other people watch it. And I'm like, because it was cool. And all my friends like it. <laughs> it was really cool. So I think I'm going to cut this week's episode off right here. I know it's a bit of a shorter episode, um, but I just, I, you know, I got a lot to do. Um, I have a very exciting weekend, actually. Um, won't get into it too much, but let me just say, might, might be a pretty good weekend. Um, but I hope you all had a fantastic week. I hope you made the best out of everything, out of every opportunity that came towards you or even walked by you <laughs> and I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend um, please stay safe and yeah thank you guys again so much <laughs>